This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. Taiwan is tightening COVID-19 restrictions after 17 domestic cases were reported in the last two days. That means stricter mask rules, suspension of some in-person classes and revised COVID testing rules for passengers arriving in Taiwan. Bing Wang has more. As part of the government's stricter nationwide COVID rules, people must now wear masks when exercising outdoors. With domestic cases on the rise, the government also mandated masks for other activities. Public venues will not have to abide by stricter measures as well. Officials also announced that travelers to Taiwan must now undergo PCR tests upon arrival and wait for results at the airport. Previously, incoming travelers waited for the results at quarantine facilities. Protective measures are also being strengthened for airport taxi drivers after one of them contracted the virus from a passenger. Taxi drivers must now wear protective suits, install plastic sheets in their cars, and disinfect it before and after giving passengers a lift. The recent outbreak has also affected this elementary school in Zhongli. A student tested positive for COVID-19, so classes will be suspended for two weeks. Those who are around the student will have to quarantine at home. The government hopes that stricter measures will help contain the outbreak so students can return to school and people can enjoy the upcoming Lunar New Year holidays without fear of contracting the virus. Patrick Chen and Bing Wang for Taiwan Plus. To discuss the threat of Omicron to Taiwan, I spoke with Dr. Shi Xinru, director of the Research Center for Emerging Viral Infections at Tanggong University. She said despite the threat, Taiwan should learn to live with COVID and gradually reopen its borders. So I don't think uh, it's so easy to control the border because uh, a symptomatic infection or only mild um, symptom and then may carry virus. And before symptom, the virus can spread to other people. The only thing that we can do is um, more vaccination rate. We can uh, consider about uh, how to train people uh, working in the airport to avoid um, virus spreading. How much do you think Omicron is a threat to Taiwan right now? Could we see a much bigger outbreak than we're seeing so far? I think uh, uh, it's about the uh, capacity of hospitals. So probably people uh, got um, COVID-19 or even not got COVID-19, but uh, uh, other disease, but need urgent treatment in hospital. But the thing is hospital uh, fully occupied by COVID-19 patients. Then people may die because uh, without uh, suitable medical support. If too many uh, people got infected uh, within a short period, it's still a threat to Taiwan. And the government recently brought down the booster shot interval from five months to three months. But shouldn't they be doing more to increase vaccination rates, especially in the elderly and children? I think um, it's uh, strategies to, uh, for government to have uh, several vaccines, such as uh, protein subunit vaccine. Many genes is one of the choice, but the thing is that many genes still uh, haven't uh, got approved uh, by WHO or other countries. We can purchase Novavax. It's another choice. It's also a protein su uh, subunit of vaccine and um, 
uh, which has been considered safer than messenger anabastine. The government wanted to reopen Taiwan's borders after Lunar New Year. Surely that's unlikely now. We should consider about reopening the border, but it really depends on the situation of pandemic around the world. If uh, still so many viruses, we still got the risk. I believe um, virus will become milder and milder. It's a general rule for a virus evolution. And people in Taiwan should think about uh, we should uh, live with virus. So we should be cautious, but not the panic. Taiwan's main opposition party, the Kuomintang, or KMT, is vowing to make a comeback. That's after a by-election loss in Taichung and the failure to oust rock star politician Freddie Lim deepened the party's woes over the weekend. Rick Glowett reports. Hoping for a better political future, Eric Ju, the leader of Taiwan's main opposition party, the Kuomintang, or KMT, visits a temple in the southern city of Tainan. On Sunday, his party suffered a double blow. Campaigns against political opponents in the cities of Taichung and Taipei backfired. Taichung's second electoral district, once a KMT stronghold, elects a representative from the ruling Democratic Progressive Party, or the DPP, for the first time. The KMT candidate concedes to his opponent. Yen, whose father previously held the seat, nodded to the real winner of Sunday's votes. President Tsai Ing-wen and her ruling DPP, who are on a roll of political wins. More good news for Tsai in the capital, Taipei, where Taiwan's rock star politician Freddie Lim narrowly survived a KMT-backed recall vote. On Monday, the DPP-aligned legislator headed back to work after votes failed to meet the threshold of 25% of the electorate. The defeats put the KMT's big challenge back in the spotlight. The pro-China party's image puts off many younger Taiwanese who are increasingly wary of fraternizing with the country's belligerent neighbor. And its strategy of using lawmaker recalls and referendums as a political weapon appears dead in the water. Yeah, so it's quite interesting because the KMT has leaned into a strategy of targeting younger progressive politicians with recall votes. Uh, this is similar to how the KMT was trying to replicate its successes in 2018 with the referendum that took place last month, hoping that by leveraging on these referendum issues and framing them as being a referendum on the side of issues of governance rather than these specific issues, it could gain politically. Um, but then that didn't really work out for the KMT. And this time around, it doesn't seem to have worked out for the KMT either in that these recall votes uh, did not actually get it where it wanted to be. And where does the KMT want to be? New party chair Eric Ju is under more pressure than ever to turn his party around. But with a membership that seems increasingly out of touch with the public, Taiwan's main opposition party needs to convince voters it is politically fit for office. Chris Ma and Rick Lowert for Taiwan Plus. To find out more about what the election and recall votes mean for Taiwan, Rick Lowert spoke to Sydney Year, Associate Professor of Communication at Northeastern State University in Oklahoma, the United States. He began by asking her what problems the KMT is facing. There is no um, collaboration between the local politics and the central KMT party, the sense that they are working in their own way. So that will be a crisis for the KMT because um, in the upcoming elections, if the local politicians do not trust the KMT's power, and uh, there could be 
a lot of、um, unexpected outcomes. So I guess like what I'm trying to say is that、um, the KNT would be a weak, would have a weak leadership、uh, in the upcoming elections、uh, for the mayors and for the city、uh, councilors. And how do you think the DPP will react or go forward following these wins this weekend? Definitely a good、um, result for the DPP party,、um, especially for the by-election in Taichung. They had confidence for the of the、uh, candidates, but they didn't、uh, expect that、um, in all the、uh, areas. They, the candidate won、uh, over the the、uh, KNT's candidate. So for I I think that、um, the DPP party probably would just、um, do what they should do to、uh, respond to people's opinions and people's will,、um, and uh, just uh, lead the country, like also control the pandemic. You know,、um, do what they they are doing.、Um, I think they should be fine. Could you tell us more about、uh, recalls and by-elections and how they work in Taiwan politics? I think the result of the by-election may lead to the end of the revenge recalls or by-elections.、Um, I think since 2020, there have been at least five recalls,、uh, if I remember the number right. Most of them were initiated by the KNT party. But you could tell from the voting numbers that Taiwanese voters are getting tired. I would say、um, Taiwanese people are satisfied with the DPP's administration, at least at this moment. But it is understandable that、um, the opposition parties、uh, would like to gain their support or their popularity, or they want to win the election in in the future. However, I would say、um, they need to really think other strategies、uh, to achieve their goals. Japanese newswire Gigi Press is reporting Taiwan is likely to end a decade-long ban on the import of food items from Japan's Fukushima prefecture following the 2011 nuclear disaster. Citing government sources, the report states a decision will be made by the end of March. But with Taiwan now looking to join the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership or CPTPP, of which Japan is a founding member, Taiwan's government is looking to remove. Barriers to membership. Taiwanese voters rejected allowing imports in a 2018 referendum, but that decision is not legally binding. 2021 was marked by warming ties between Taipei and Washington, with an increase in visiting delegations from the U.S. and a raft of legislation to support the country. This came as tensions continued to rise across the Taiwan Strait. Rick Glowert spoke to former director of the U.S.'s de facto embassy in Taipei, the American Institute in Taiwan, about the latest developments between the two nations. In many ways, there's been an improvement in the relationship. Uh, which was not anticipated. You may remember the polling showed、uh, before the U.S. election that、uh, most Taiwanese, or a majority anyway, not most, but a majority anyway, of Taiwanese favored Trump's re-election because, in their view, he had been very favorable toward Taiwan, and he had been very,、uh, very critical and very、uh, had imposed penalties on China and. So most of what 
motivated him was simply um, his antagonism toward China and not over human rights at all, but particularly over trade. So I think the biggest shift is that um, Biden, as a, a rather traditional Democrat, um, does care about things like human rights, um, does care about things like the aggression he sees, Xi Jinping's aggression towards, towards everyone virtually, except now for Russia. Thanks for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.